Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season and New Year's, and I'm sure you all were busy. From what I've heard, it was a very, very busy season uh, for a lot of spray tan artists, so I hope that it was for you as well. This is actually quite a unique episode. I think I've only done one of these in the past. It's just a little one-on-one with me uh, speaking from my perspective and what I've learned over the last six-plus years on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy this one as a start to the 2023 year. Rather than just send an email, uh, we have a podcast scheduled for next week. I just wanted to put together some thoughts on what I have seen over the past uh, six plus years now of the Happy Tans podcast from starting back in 2016. It's hard to believe over 110 episodes. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's kind of hard to believe that hundreds, uh, over 100,000, 110, 115,000 listens. You know, we're, we're very grateful. This obviously is off the cuff, so if I stutter and say um and ah a bit, you'll see that this is a natural conversation, but I just want to share this with you. Anyway, first off, thank you for the support. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, the reviews and everything. If you've never left a review and you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review. We want to get more reviews, get more exposure um, as we like to expand and grow our audience and reach more people, make sure they can hear the message, hear these wonderful stories of all these beautiful people we've had the great opportunity to interview over the past few years. Thank you to all the guests that have been part of this. We have some cool interviews coming out this year. We've done some some different ones. We're looking to expand a little bit uh, to other beauty niches as well as expand the, the podcast in general to provide more educational resources for you in addition to the motivation that you get from listening to these wonderful stories and all the great stuff that you've learned. But anyway, the point of this really as we kick off 2023, we're looking for everybody to have a wonderful year. We love to see everybody have record years and for their businesses continue to flourish and grow and to be successful uh, in the in the the, the likeness and the way that you want to be successful that that is the end goal for you guys. What I did was actually thought about uh, looked at looked at all the interviews I've done over the past six years to look for some consistencies. What are things that we've seen that are consistent? So what I did was I boiled it down to five major factors that we found that all of these business owners have. Uh, mentioned uh, consistently over time and things that we picked out as kind of the five most important factors for a successful business. Now, again, success to you is going to vary from the next person. I want you to make sure that you define that. First off, that's important to know if it's just to be able to spend some extra time with your family, if it's to grow a franchise, if it's to just have, you know, 10 tans a month, whatever that is, define what success is for you. Start with the end in mind. It's actually something that I'm starting to do trying to do myself is like, what is what is the ultimate goal? What is a good life? What do we want to achieve here? Not just in a business sense, but you know, spiritually, health-wise, health with our family, etc. There's so many things to consider. So make sure that you understand where you want to get to so that you're not trying to compete for things that don't even matter to you. I think a lot of you can relate to. Sometimes we're worried about being compared to and all these other things, but guess what? Somebody has what I don't even want, so that doesn't even matter. And I forgot to mention, I apologize for the raspy voice, We've all had some kind of sickness or something over this break, so uh, I just wanted to to go ahead and put this out of recording this here on on Tuesday the 2nd. Um, But anyway, let me jump into these five things, and these are not in any specific order, although I think some of them may have more 
may be a little bit more important in the grand scheme of things. I think they're all very, very important. So number five, one of the big things that I think has been consistent in all these successful business owners is starting with a why. They have a reason behind why they're doing why they're doing what they're doing. They're either running to something or running from something, right? They have some ultimate underlying drive that is pushing them and keeping them moving forward, right? And one of the later things we'll talk about, you know, these all kind of tie in together, but they really don't give up and they, they keep going and pressing forward and continuing to go because they have a reason why they started this business and they have a reason why they continue to work so hard and to overcome the adversities, the road bumps, the roadblocks, whatever you want to call them that come up. So as we're on our path, as we continue to work to, to be better at what we do, there's always going to be things that come up and get in our way. And at the time, we might not understand why it's there, but ultimately it more or less is probably just a test to make sure that you want what you what you want, you know, bad enough. If you think about uh, people that start with why, right? There's a great book by Simon Sinek about start with why, because we should have a reason why we're doing what we're doing. If you look at some of the beautiful, uh, most popular brands on this, uh, you know, out nowadays, you think of like Tom Shoes that give a pair of shoes for everybody, or some of these brands that really care about the, the goodness of the earth and, and everything and preserving it. They start with a why, and then the, the product and the service, whatever they do, is just a byproduct of that. They're, they're really driven by the why. That gets them through the tough and challenging times. And they, you know, I was speaking to a friend, and he talked about being part of a big, uh, a privately held, but a big company, and the fact that he said something that really resonated with me was that every company, every business kind of has uh, DNA, kind of, the, it's like it's like its own entity, right? And you kind of get an understanding of what that company is based on the why. Like, why do they do what they do? Are they completely financially driven? Because that's not going to get you, that's only going to get you so far, right? At the end of the day, you got to have, you got to be, you have to care about what you're delivering to people and what the end result is for them more than what you're bringing to yourself. Um, and then obviously you want to be good to the earth and to everything around us to make sure that we are not trashing this planet and all these other things and you know my wife and I are, are really uh, environmentally conscious and we're trying to teach our daughter the same thing which is, I think is a great thing because as we know there's limited resources on this earth and we don't want to take advantage of them we try to do what we can on that side of things but at the end of the day the whole reason I'm talking about this is is the reason of starting with why like why did you start what you're doing we've had some wonderful guests on that talked about they started but you know their why was they wanted to spend more time with their family, with their daughter. They had no other opportunity. They just wanted to help make a little bit of money, right? There's all these different reasons why people started what they did. And at the end of the day, again, that's one of those things where you kind of have to look in the mirror and decide what that reason was for you. And then ultimately, that's going to help push you forward, especially during the tough and challenging times, which as if you've been in business for any amount of time, you know that something is coming. Something's always around the corner. That's just part of being in business for yourself. That's just part of life, right? There's certain things that we can't predict that we don't know that are coming. So we want to make sure that we have a why and we can push forward during those tough times. The next one, number four, I think all of you can relate to this, and I won't harp on this one too much, customer uh, service or, or customer experience, whatever you want to call that. We've called it both, but I will separate that. Customer service is typically how you deal with customers when they're not 100% happy, right? How do you actually you know, provide that service? Customer experience is more how is the entire process for a, for a potential customer to becoming a customer and then through that process. What does that customer experience look like from start to finish? 
Uh, so customer service, let's think about that. Going above and beyond, caring, ultimately caring for your clients more than just about the money that they're giving to you. And I think most of you can relate that some of these clients become your best friends. I can say the same thing about Happy Tans. We've met some people that are amazing, that are lifelong friends. It's quite crazy to think about all through this internet and everything that we have. It, it, it's quite astonishing. Obviously, going to Slay the Spray back in 2022 was great. Uh, thanks to Kelly Callahan and her team for putting on that event. But actually meeting some of those people in person and experiencing it from their point of view, you know, understanding that, oh, that customer service, the way that we go above and beyond, just doing that one little extra thing or just caring a little bit more or just putting in a little bit extra time or just just listening a little bit more, getting on a phone call with them when we don't have to, you know, all these little things go a long way in that customer service side of things. On the flip side of customer experience, how does that look like from start to finish? If you haven't done it in a while, I challenge you to go to your website or wherever you schedule your bookings through and go sign up for an appointment like any client would and look at that experience for you as a, as a client or have someone have your partner do it, whoever, you know, a loved one do it, a friend, whatever it is, and have them go through it. Are there any issues that they have? Is there anything that's confusing? Is there anything that you can improve on? Is there enough messaging? Is there not enough messaging? Do we actually tell them what they need to know? If it's a first-time client, do they have the list of things not to do the day of the tan or the day before the tan? Think about all these things and think about how you can improve upon that customer experience all the way from scheduling the appointment to, you know, 10 days post tan. You know, how do I get this tan off, right? Think about every single step of that process. Is there a way that you could possibly improve that? Is there a way that you could possibly automate that? So when they sign up, if they're a first time client, they get a notification that, hey, we know this is your first time with us. Here's, you know, some things to consider or here's a link to our website read through these things before you come the day before hey just checking making sure you read through these so on and so forth the day after or immediately after hey hope you enjoyed your experience we'd love a review obviously we know how important those are three days later how's the tan going you know 10 days later if you're trying to get your tan off we know it can be challenging here's the steps to get it off your skin by the way we'd love for you to reschedule right think about that customer experience through the entire process not only from a digital standpoint which all that was but actually when you see them in person what does that look like what does it feel like how could you improve that? Think about a time when you've gone for a service that has just blown your socks off. It's been amazing where the people went above and beyond. You felt truly cared, taken care of. You know, they actually cared for you. And they wanted to make sure your experience was nothing but nice things. You were relaxed and all these kind of things, right? Again, if these people haven't been to you, even if they have, they're coming in for a very intimate service, right? It's kind of like a massage. It's kind of an intimate thing. People are touching you, those kind of things. But what is that like? You know, usually for me, when I've only gone a couple times, but it's like a very relaxing thing. They're like, hey, by the way, just do this. They're talking quietly. It's nice in there. It's dark in there. They have this mist going, whatever. All these different things you can do to set yourself apart uh, to improve that customer service, right? Time and time again on this podcast in over 110 plus episodes, we've heard that consistently. I give good customer service. We go above and beyond. We do this. We do that. All these things add up to customer service. Customer experience, again, kind of goes hand in hand with that, but it's on the other side of things. Where How can we make sure that the process is flawless, that's easy, that, that we actually make sure we walk people through the entire step, you know, step by step into the process. So customer service, taking care of the customers, ultimately going above and beyond for them is always going to help you at the end of the day. So that's our number four thing. On to number three, one of my favorite things, the growth mindset or always wanting to learn, right? Um, I kind of couple these together even though they might not be the exact same. So for those of you that don't know, there's a great book by Carol Dweck called uh, The Growth Mindset, which is one type of mindset. On the flip side of the growth mindset is a fixed mindset. So if I were to 
let's say in my world, I'm going to learn uh, how to create a website, right? I say, you know what, in the fixed mindset, I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to be able to learn. I have limited capacity. That's it. Put it away. I'm not going to do it. On the growth mindset, you know what, I've never created a website before, but I can. I'll figure it out, right? I don't know how to create one yet. You just put that one word at the end of those things. I don't know how to contour yet. I don't know how to do teeth whitening yet. I don't have enough customers yet, right? And then there's the growth mindset because whatever you want to do in your business, ultimately with this beautiful world that we live in, technology and all the opportunity that we have, anything that you want to learn, you can learn. The only reason people don't learn is because they don't take the action to learn and you need to do that, right? You can go to YouTube right now and learn things that used to cost thousands of dollars for other people to learn and they'll teach you for free. You can go to Google and type something in. You can go to all these places and get free education. If your one issue is that you don't have enough clients, go to YouTube and type in client acquisition strategies or how to get more clients for my you know, spray tan business or how to get more clients for my beauty business. You'll find a litany of videos and ways that people have done it. If your issue is that you don't know how to do email marketing and you want to do more of that, go to YouTube and do the same. If the issue is that you don't know how to contour, go to YouTube. You might have to pay for some of this stuff, but at the end of the day, the only reason that you haven't learned that stuff yet is honestly, I believe, is because you haven't put in the time. And I can hold up a mirror and tell this to myself because there's other things that there's things that I want to learn or haven't learned yet that I want to. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's up to me to do that. So the growth mindset is a wonderful thing. It's something we try to encapsulate in our family and so try to use uh, in our business as well. Everything that we want to do, we can do. We just have to learn how to get there. We have to understand that we can do that. There might be people that learn it faster than us, that pick it up faster than us, that are just natural at whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if we actually want to learn that, we, we absolutely can do that. So the growth mindset, you have to remember that anything is possible. You just need to put the time and dedication into it. So for you know one of the things... That personally love to do is read. I don't do enough of it anymore, um, and I'm not going to kind of come up with any excuse. It's just really I haven't put enough effort into it. But you know, reading is a wonderful thing. But I think something that a lot of people do wrong when they're reading, considering the growth mindset, is they read a bunch of books because you know they're number one bestsellers and all this, and they're going from you know a book maybe about marketing to a book about emails to a book about this to a book about customer service a book about that client acquisition customer acquisition blah 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 right they're going all these different ways find out the one part of your business where you need the most help that you feel could give you the best roi or return on investment what is the one thing you could do in your business to help you improve the most read and find all the resources on that one topic that you can and dedicate yourself to that for 30 60 90 days and then look back after that time and see how far you've come. And then go back to the drawing board. And what's the next thing I want to work on, right? So rather than bounce around and read all these other books, focus on one thing, improve that, and move on. So that's just my advice here on the growth mindset. And again, I'll hold up the mirror because I need to tell myself that as well. But I think it's something very important that can help you grow and move forward. Now, number two and number one are, I think, the most important in my mind. Uh, and I don't know which I don't know which one really if they are one's more important than the other or which becomes you know the cart before the horse or the chicken or the egg or whatever that is but I'm going to say them in this order just because I think they're consistent I think I've seen this myself some of these things this the number two I think specifically people might not necessarily say but I just see it as somebody that is here 
uh, basically as a conduit to help take these wonderful stories that all these wonderful guests have shared with us and disperse that information to the world for you guys to learn from. I don't take credit for knowing any of this stuff, but I ultimately am able to see it from a perspective of I'm not in this day to day, but I see what these people are doing and how they're moving throughout their day, through their business and all those different things. And I think number two is important and something that I pick up on almost immediately based on people and their situation and what they're going, what their questions are, what type of questions they're asking me and things like that, right? You can really, the, the, the smartest people ask the best questions. Um, this isn't a number or anything like that, just kind of a tangent I'm going on here. So the, the, the smart people ask the best questions because if it's an easy question, you can, you can find that online, right? So if you look at groups, people might ask, you know, very specific questions. They might be good questions. They might ask a more general question where it's like, they could just go to Google and easily type that in uh, and find that answer if they actually wanted to. But one of the things that I've picked up on from, again, over 110 plus interviews, 100,000 listens, we thank you guys for that. But one of the big things I picked up on is some of the people that are the most successful in their terms, uh, even some of the people that have the biggest businesses that I've spoken to, is they take action. Number two is taking action. They don't sit on the sidelines. They don't second guess. They don't think about all this stuff. They simply take action. And I know for myself and my business, I've done this a few times, and I don't know what changed in me. I used to be somebody that analyzed certain things, and I still do to a certain extent. And I'm not definitely not perfect at this, but one thing I'll do is I'll take action. Sometimes it's not ideal because I'll have to take a step back and fix something that I messed up, but at least we took the action, right? Taking action is so important because... The only way to get to step two is because you went to step one, right? So those people that I get emails from, I've had so many people email me over the years and they talk about their story and how they've been thinking about doing this for six months or a year, or 18 months or two years, whatever the number is. And, you know, the, the nicest way, the easiest way I can reply is you need to take action. You got to do what you got to do and you got to get started. If you listen to some of these stories, they're amazing. These people jumped in not knowing a thing about spray tanning. And they run some of the most successful businesses in this industry. It's quite astonishing. They didn't go to school for it. They didn't look up anything. They ordered their kit. They went on YouTube. They had their friends come over and they took action. Now, there's certain things that require education. There's certain things that require a little bit more time. There's certain situations where you might not be able to spend 500000 bucks to get started. But at the end of the day, regardless of where you are in your business or what you're working on, taking action is the one thing that sets people apart. People take action, they make moves, they do stuff, they might try a new service, they might bring on new products, they might hire people, it might not work out, but at the end of the day, they're taking action, they're learning from those mistakes. I think people are scared to take action because they're scared of failing in most cases, and as we know, fail stands for first attempt and learning. We can only learn through failure. Success or things that work out don't really make you learn anything, it just works. You don't actually know why, it just works. It just started, it worked. Failure actually teaches us what doesn't work and why it doesn't work and we're able to go back and hopefully fix that and move forward but at the end of the day taking action will set you apart because so many people are going to sit on the sidelines and not do anything about it and one of the reasons why i always thought it was great that this podcast should be out here for, for example any podcast people sharing their story literally telling what they do to get to where they are 
And people, you know, some people used to be worried about it. The world's changed a little bit. When I started this in 2016, honestly, I used to ask people, hey, will you come on and share your story? By the way, you don't have to tell us what products and equipment you use if you don't want to, right? It's a competitive advantage. You don't want to share it. That's fine. I respect that completely. We still ask that question. Hey, is there any questions that you do not want us to ask? That's fine. If you want to leave stuff off the table, we can. At the end of the day, you could take somebody that has the most successful business. If you want to, let's say, they get they do the most tans per year out of the whole United States, whatever. You could take their blueprint, give it to somebody else. If those people that you give it to don't take action, they're not going to get to where the other person was, right? And most people won't take the action or enough steps or enough action to get to where they are. They just sit on the sidelines. They don't want to do the work. They just want the easy way out. They want to hit the easy button, right, from the, whatever that was, Staples, I think it was. And that's just not how it works, right? So taking action is important. If there's something that you've been sitting on, I'm going to challenge you. If there's something you've been sitting on that you've been wanting to do that you haven't done, take action. Do that thing. We get emails all the time. I'm thinking about creating a website for my business That's just because that's a business we're in, obviously. But I haven't because I don't have photos or I don't have this. I'm like, hey, just get started. We have stock photos we can use. When you get photos, we'll replace them. It's no problem at all. Or, uh, you know, I don't have enough experience or I, I don't want to put up an about picture or this or that. They come up with every excuse under the, under the you know, uh, under the roof of why they don't want to do it. Whereas if they just take action and just do it, just get started, right? Just figure it out along the way. So taking action is number two. I think it's ultimately important. I think that that one thing was the first thing that came to my mind was thinking about the top five things. All these people that I've interviewed that are, I think a lot of people look up to and say, wow, their story is amazing. These people took action and they figured it out along the way. For number one, I think a lot of people can relate to this probably in that last question we asked on the podcast. If you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? I love that question. I actually took that from Lewis Howes of the School of Greatness. He doesn't ask it anymore, I don't think, but he used to and I really loved it. That was a great question. The most common reply we get is somebody telling themselves, don't give up, perseverance, right? Persevere through this. So the actual definition, what does perseverance mean? Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. That is the ultimate definition, right? Persistence. We're going to continue to go through no matter how difficult it is, or how long it's going to take, we're going to persevere. There's, you know, I can think of countless stories off the top of my head of people I've interviewed that just had so many hard things happening, but they just never gave up. They kept their head down. They moved forward. They pushed forward. They pushed through. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I don't know what it is, if it's fate, if it's destiny, whatever it is, right? Something's just kind of pushing us. Something's kind of holding us back. And then we push through to the other side. Finally, just had our head down so long. I could say, for us, just to make it relate, not, not as relatable to you guys. Obviously, we're in a different business, but we're creating websites. This is our seventh year of doing it. I couldn't tell you how long it took us to get our first, I don't know, 10, 20 customers. And now to think that we're in the hundreds plus people. Amazing. Our best year ever in 2022. Thank, thank you know, very appreciative to the, the team at Happy Tans, the, the amazing people we've connected with that have helped us promote our message, you know, people like Kelly um, and other people, Kelly Callahan from, from um, X10 and Slay the Spray, um, all the groups that have let us communicate our, our messages out to people to reach more people and just taking care of going back to, you know, number four customer service, just taking care of the people has helped, you know, word of mouth, people have spread that, which is great. But sometimes I have to take a step back and think about 
when I was starting this business, just sitting in my bedroom, actually waiting to buy a house. I think I was sitting at my parents' house in my old bedroom, just doing some work on the computer, starting this happy tans thing, just kind of crazy. Um, I just remember kind of tinkering with stuff. This was before it even started. Then, you know, move forward, we were, um, we purchased a house and I remember working in that office there, but just getting started, just getting this thing off the ground, um, to where it is today. Uh, the perseverance and the amount of work that it took to get there. And I'm not, I don't want to pat on the back. I'm not saying this to brag or anything like that. I'm just saying it to relate to you, to open up, to kind of share some light and shed some light on, onto that, to think about how far we've come. And we're by no means anywhere close to where we want to be. And I have friends that are in mastermind groups with me that are far, far ahead of where we are. It almost uh, makes me embarrassed to say that, but Hey, we do want to go much further and want to reach more, many more people. But think about, perseverance. Think about pushing through. Think about giving it 120% every single day to get through that. Think about the hard times you went through. Maybe it was during the pandemic. Maybe it was something with your family. Maybe it was something with friends. Maybe it was something in your business, clients, client, you know, somebody starting a new business down the street, whatever it was to push through that. Again, the same thing as taking action. Some people just aren't going to try as hard as you or, or go through as much as you'll go through to get to the other side, to get to the next thing, right? We have to make sure that we go back to number five. We have to make sure we have a why. Why are we doing this? If you don't tie back to that, it is sometimes hard to persevere, go through. I know I challenge with that. My I have that challenge myself. Sometimes it's hard to push through that because I'm not quite sure. You know, maybe I just kind of disconnect it with my why. So I try to keep a whiteboard on the wall here, written out why we do what we do. It's helpful for for me at least. Put it on the background of your phone, whatever that might be. There's a ton of different things you could do. Uh, you know to to relate um, and to remember that um, I think you know going through the challenging times is important um, in fact I just pulled up the background of my phone and I remember having a message from my uncle who passed away back in 2012 he was one of my best friends he had he had cancer unfortunately passed away I had a note that he wrote that he had hanging on his desk I still remember it a yellow sticky note that says how do I want to be remembered and he would have that sitting there and uh, just thinking about that, like certain things like why is, is, you know, sometimes I wonder, is that why, why I do what I do so that I can kind of live through what, because he was kind of trying to do his own thing, entrepreneur, you know, doing his own thing. He had a bunch of health issues and stuff. So it was kind of trying to find his way. Maybe that's why I do what I do. I don't know. So I need to take a step back and assess that myself here as I'm probably going to listen to this and speak to myself. But perseverance, like at the end of the day, what, what is challenging you? What is getting in your way? What's delaying your, delaying you in achieving your success? What is difficult? What's getting in your way? What are those roadblocks, you know, but pushing through those ultimately, how do you persevere? How do you push through those tie back to your why remember those customers and why you do what you do? Thinking about your growth mindset, you want to continue to learn all these things, you know, taking action, obviously all these things help you kind of push through to the other side, but ultimately all the people that we, you know, we spoke to that we've interviewed on the podcast, most of them always said, you got this, you can do this, you know, all these different things that are basically saying like challenges are going to come up. You're going to question yourself. You're going to hit roadblocks and speed bumps and dead ends, whatever it is, right? We're going to circle right out of that cul-de-sac, that dead end, and we're going to go to the next, you know, the next street and try something else. You have to make sure that you can persevere and push through. So I feel like I spoke too much on this. I hope you guys enjoyed these top five things. I'm going to put these you know, down in the notes. I think they're important. Number five, start with why. Why do you do what you do? Number four, customer service or customer experience. 
always put the customer first. Number three, a growth mindset, always learning, always educating yourself. A lot of these people have gone through countless courses and still do, even though they might be at the, what they what people would consider the top of the game, they're still trying to learn more. Number two, taking action, putting one foot in front of the other and taking the step forward. And number one, perseverance. All five of these things, the most common things that I've seen over the, the last 110 plus interviews that we've done, over the hundreds of hours of recording that we've done, these are the top five things I've seen in the most successful people that we have interviewed. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you had a beautiful holiday and New Year's. I hope 2023 treats you great. I hope you have a record year. I hope that you achieve everything that you want, that your family's healthy, everybody's good. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, grant at happytans.com. If you enjoyed this, leave us a review. Share this with somebody you love. Share this with somebody that could benefit from it. Email me. Let me know what you thought of it. If you want to do, if you want me to do more of these, if there's any feedback, we're always here for it. Again, grant at happytans.com. I will read and reply to every single email that I receive. I truly appreciate you listening to this. I hope you have a great day and happy tanning.